Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast where myself and my ex-cop dad, John, sit down and give you a bit of a palate cleanser after the true crime we've been talking about this week. And this week, dad and I were talking about the continuation of the Lucy Letby case, which is obviously all over the news right now. But we do loose ends to take the uh, take the sting out of things. So dad, you mentioned before that you might have a question for me. Is that correct? That is correct. If I said to you... Yes. 1934. Does that seem like a long time ago? <laughs> because that's when your grandmother, my mother, was born. Right. 1934. And I just wanted to sort of put that into perspective. Oh, my God. It seems that is before... That's a long time ...the ago. Second World War. That's crazy. That's four years after the Great Depression. Not to seem pig ignorant, Dad, but... It never even occurs to me that my grandmother lived through the Second World War. That doesn't even... I mean, don't get me wrong, she wasn't in London dealing with the Blitz, but still, she she lived through the Second World War. The, the amount of history she must have... Jesus Christ. 1934. Okay. So, forgive my mathematically um, stunted brain, but how old does that make Margaret Verhoeven? 89 today. 89. <clears throat> okay. Probably one of our more senior listeners. Grandma is a tremendously big fan of Loose Units. She listens to every single episode, which always makes it interesting for me when Dad, you bring her up in a... <laughs> in a uh, you describe her wonderful eccentricities with a with a bluntness and frankness, which I think people really respect. But also, I, I mean, Grandma is uh, a miraculously strange and wonderful person and we love her very much. But uh, she she doesn't... The, the depiction of her you get from this show and from the book, specifically the first book, uh, wherein there is a chapter about mum meeting her for the first time, that's all completely true. So, 89 years young. Uh, Grandma, happy birthday. Absolutely incredible achievement. If you don't make it to 100, I will be shocked. You are just a incredible person so I'm, I'm very very excited about uh I, I have been wishing a happy birthday all morning we've been texting all morning you know what's great listeners i guarantee you she's listening to this and clapping her hands excitedly so happy birthday grandma uh, 19 1934 that's bananas mm. that's absolutely incredible also one other thing you may or may not recall but a long time ago in terms of podcast years i mentioned a police officer who worked out of Manly Police Station. Mm -hmm. His name was 
I guess if you're talking about someone, can you say their name is, even though they've moved on? You can say their name. I mean, really, we're getting metaphysical at this point, but I think, mm. I, I mean, I, I believe in the eternal soul myself, so, you know. Uh, so yeah. his name is mm-hmm. Trevor Otten. He was mm-hmm. a police officer that I, when I first joined the New South Wales Police Force, it's like, I guess, with every job, you aspire to achieve greatness. You you have role models. Yeah, I certainly had my fair share of role models. And I also had police that I didn't want to be like. Cautionary tales. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But this but Trevor police, Otten was not Trevor Otten was not one of these officers. He was, he was a person that I deeply aspired. I just couldn't I, I met him for the first time. It was at Manly Police Station. I don't quite remember why I was at Manly Police Station, but it was possibly working, you know, one of those shifts on a Friday or Saturday night when they needed extra police. Cause the, early 80s. This is the early 80s, right? Yeah, and, and we're talking the Corso, yeah. which you know well, Paul, and it's a hub of... I mean, people just sort of pile off the ferry, all 400,000 a year that are visiting. Yeah. And, and, and it's a, it's kind of a bit of a party place, manly. You get off the, you get off the ferry and the Corso is this massive uh, kind of boulevard lined with shops, really wide. It cuts directly from where the ferry is and goes all the way through to the other beach. So all of the nightlife in Manly is effectively in that one kind of strip. And it gets mm. pretty... Back when I was, um, you know, at university and we'd be going out after, after uni or after work or whatever, it got pretty real. It was a, it was a real party town, effectively. Mm. Yep. So the first time I ever met Trevor Otten, and yeah. he was a uh, senior constable. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, senior constables, it took nine years to get your second hook they used to call them second right. stripe yeah things have changed dramatically for lots of reasons i think one of the reasons the new south wales police tend to give people more rank in terms of stripes it's to do with perception okay so i think the public at least this is the way they think They think that if a member of the public sees a police officer with some rank, Mm -hmm. it's going to give them street credibility, aside from the uniform, which I believe is losing its effect uh, as as society sort of moves forward. The respect for the police has definitely deteriorated. Some people will say, well, it's the fault of the police. So when I was a police officer, it took me five years of general duties policing to get my first stripe. Five years. Another four years to get your second. So so if you were working with a senior constable back in the 80s, these were police that were... They were hardened, really good street police officers. Trevor Otten, here's a fun fact, listeners, was the first police officer in New South Wales to get a low-slung holster. Now what? Is, hang on. What, what does that mean? What is this six shooter bullshit? Is this man no, no. has a like a well, low slung holster? Is it now it, like a cowboy, like a mm-hmm. cowboy? Yep, it was like sort it. of attached. Occasionally, you will now see mm-hmm. police officers in Australia with they have options as to how they carry their firearm. They can carry it up round the waist, yeah. or it can be very low 
and the argument goes that you don't have to then raise your hand, grab onto the handle, yeah. remove pistol, and then fire. It's sort of... If you stand upright yeah. and have your hands relaxing either side, imagine having a gun at that height. It's considerably lower than your waist. Would you not agree? Yes. He had to go through all sorts of drama to get a low-slung holster. But here's the rub. He also managed to get a three fifty-seven Magnum. Can you believe it? We all had thirty-eight Smith & Wessons, which you've fired in Thailand yeah. Yeah. Uh, remarkably well, I might say. He just beat the system, and he ended up being able to have a low-slung holster, an incredibly powerful handgun. He was the sort of police officer that if you went out with him, you felt safe. You knew you were going to be in for a thrilling ride. I really, really admired him. And Christine, your mum, worked with his wife in various occupations. But what I wanted to say today Mm -hmm. is that I heard through my sister, Diane, that one of Trevor's children, in fact, one of his daughters... She is a hardcore fan of loose units and she's preparing to join the New South Wales Police Force. Oh, that's great. And she's in her, she's approaching her mid-twenties. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, And I thought it'd be lovely to mention uh, how much. And if any police officers in New South Wales, Sydney in particular listening, that were policing in the 80s, Mm -hmm. they will know that Trevor Otten was one of the great general duties, police officers. His connections on the street were, they ran deep. And it's sort of, it's all about the the way you interact with society. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a very good relationship with the public, yeah. and in his case, he had relationships with the dark side, let's just say say that without being too specific, he was able to achieve, and that's why you have undercover police. You know, that's you need to infiltrate the various stratas in society. And as I sit here in Sydney, you can bet your bottom dollar there are undercover police, some of them working deep, dark, long term cover, and no one has any idea. And these are men and women that are actually putting their lives into situations that are incredibly dangerous and fucking scary. Yeah, it's, it's an aspect of policing. I don't know whether you actually join the police force and then I don't think they sort of advertise these positions. I think it's like ASIO and all those spy networks around the world. You, you have get a tap to be, on the shoulder, right? You, you get, get a, a tap on get a the shoulder. And Paul, you know, mum's younger sister, Franny, mm-hmm. she was approached to become a spy for ASIO. Wait, mum's younger sister is called Franny? Francis. But your... your My aunt. Is called, Fra- is called Franny. Well, you know you've got Margaret. And my middle name's Francis. Correct, and so is mine. A lot of Francis's around the place. True, but the, of course the female spelling is different. It's F-R-A-N-C-E-S. Yeah, so, by the way, we were having such trouble with Paul Verhoeven as an author's name because we thought, look, the books are going to get published and there's going to be other stuff coming out and I need to be careful because you can't Google Paul Verhoeven without coming up uh, and facing the film director, the Dutch 
Film director who did Total Recall, Starship Troopers, Showgirls, Basic Instinct, blah, 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 blah. So Tegan said, why don't you pop the initial in? So now whenever I'm credited as an author, it's always Paul F. Verhoeven. Mm. Just to kind of... So Francis is... It's more a part of my name now than it was, but I never Mm. liked it growing up. But weirdly... It seems like I didn't realize there was also a Francis on the other side of the family. That's very strange. Yes, who was approached by ASIO. Right. And to spy for, for Australia. Crazy. Uh, that was during the Vietnam War. You know who else was approached by ASIO? Or rather, not who was approached by ASIO. Do you know who got through a couple of the recruitment stages of ASIO and then uh, decided not to keep continue with it? <laughs> Actually, I do. Do you? Tegan. Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Um, look, unless they're still, unless they're playing hardball and they're still technically trying to recruit her. By the way, she would be a fantastic recruit uh, in certain ways. In other ways, I think she'd be a high risk asset. But she's, she's to get to that point and go, you know what? This life isn't for me. Hmm. Maybe she just told us that. Maybe the reason she's having trouble sleeping lately is because she's got blood on her hands. Anyway. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Listen, Dad, you sent me an article a couple of days back. Sometimes Dad texts me. You know how dads have what could charitably be described as tonally ambiguous texting? It's where dads just send stuff without any punctuation, without context, sometimes a cryptic emoji. I don't know whether it's because they assume, and I say they meaning you, Dad, I don't know whether it's you assume that I intuit your meaning or whether because you just... You just checked out a little bit emotionally because you're busy. But you sent me an article with a thumbs up. And it was an article uh, that I'm going to read. I'm not going to read the exact article, but I would like to read uh, a piece from BBC News. And you clued me into this. And this is from nine hours ago, actually. (sighs) Birmingham Children's Hospital. Three sudden child deaths investigated. Three sudden child deaths have been investigated at Birmingham Children's Hospital following the arrest of a nurse accused of poisoning. The hospital trust said it had carried out a review after the female nurse was held in May 2022, but the police were only probing one of the deaths. The woman was arrested on suspicion of administering poison with intent to endanger life hours after a child died on the pediatric intensive care unit. She was released under investigation. An extensive clinical review of deaths and sudden deterioration in children on the unit was undertaken by clinicians and so on, blah, 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 blah. Here's the problem. I thought you were sending me an article about Lucy Letby. You were not. This is a completely separate case. Mm. So, essentially what's happened, folks, is that uh, in the wake of the Lucy Letby trial, it's come out that actually there's there's another case mm. involving another nurse. Mm. Dad, what are your thoughts on this? Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon-perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. 
Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Well, also the national health system, which is the NHS in England, mm-hmm. uh, probably one would be better off saying in the United Kingdom, mm. they've now said that being a whistleblower is a precarious uh, position to take. Explain. Uh, being a whistleblower, so the the hypothesis that they've reached, unfortunately. They now believe there are many, many more cases of, uh, of infants that have been killed whilst in care at uh, hospitals across the United Kingdom. And if you're a whistleblower, that means that you know someone or you have a suspicion that someone that you work with or you may have heard on the grapevine, people people in, in, in lots and lots of jobs, like a classic example uh, is, is the police force, uh-huh. where I knew about corrupt activity. If I was to go and tell an authority about it, that person is called a whistleblower. Yep. They're not protected. They are, they are looked upon very, very poorly, as though they've dobbed someone in. Mm-hmm. But that's how we get to hear about lots of things, and we need legislation and protection for whistleblowers. And they're concerned in England that if they could protect the whistleblowers, a lot more intel would come out about this problem. The, the bottom line is that the Lucy, Lucy Letby tragic case that has just wound up is, um, I'm not going to say it's the tip of the iceberg, but the National Health System have said publicly through the BBC that yeah. they believe there is a serious underlying problem and quite frankly it's it's scary and if you let your mind go crazy and think about all the possible scenarios Mm -hmm. um it's 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 scary and imagine if you were a parent and yeah. you had a, a kid and the child had serious problems that had sort of slipped through all the standard testing procedures and the baby was delivered and as parents, this is just one scenario that I just thought of and I, I'm quite sure that this could have happened, whereby the family surreptitiously <clears throat> approach a sympathetic member of staff and that's all I'm going to say because you can let you you can sort of let your imagination sort of run as to the ultimate scenario it's it's a it's a hypothesis that I've made on the spur of the moment but we we know doing these podcasts over the last 5 years that quite frankly Paul anything and everything is possible and pretty well everything's been done, which just sounds so bad, but 
you know, you're dealing with humans and it's, um, you're dealing with people that are very vulnerable. And in fact, there's just been someone in Canada in the last yeah. week that has been sending kits. He sent these kits there. They're basically... Oh, I heard about this. Mm. Yeah, so he's effectively... He sent these across to multiple countries. Yes. He sent thousands of the damn things. And yep. I, look, we haven't gotten into the assisted no. suicide, into the uh, you know um, death with dignity. We, we haven't touched that debate. I know where I stand on it, um, but he's been... He's in trouble. Uh, he's basically... The legal system's going to come crashing down on him because... He has been sending off kits and instructions to thousands of people, uh, uh, basically to poison themselves. Um, and there are seventy people that have used his kit just in Canada. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's a whole. Look. That's a whole other thing. Look, um, from this article that you sent me, Dad. Hmm. So pressure is on the trust to explain why the concerns of senior doctors were ignored by hospital management, and this is the problem we have with the Lucy Letby case: hospital management ignoring doctors going, "This person's a fucking murderer." I'll keep reading. All families of the children involved in the review in Birmingham have reportedly been informed. Dr. Fiona Reynolds, the trust's chief medical officer, said in May 2022. A child on the paediatric intensive care unit at Birmingham Children's Hospital deteriorated suddenly and unexpectedly. Due to the circumstances of the deterioration, the trust acted straight away. A member of staff was suspended from work and subsequently arrested at home. Sadly, the child later died and our thoughts remain with the family. Senior doctors have warned the NHS risks further scandals because whistleblowers face, and I quote, kangaroo courts and a fierce backlash when they speak out. Consultants have said whistleblowers face employment tribunals from which NHS trusts hire specialist law firms, taking advantage of a legal loophole to dismiss doctors on vague grounds without proving incompetence or misconduct. So I think their argument there is it's a slippery slope, and once accusations start getting pointed around and it's unfounded, uh, people face all kinds of... You know, look... It's very complicated, obviously. I think what it, what doesn't help is saying, hypothetically, you could have a doctor who's just doing their job and is having a bad run of luck, and suddenly they get the finger pointed and you know gossip starts and suddenly they're fired. Mm. That's a hypothetical. What's actually real is the fact that, you know, like I said, f- last episode, 40% of serial killers are uh, women who work in healthcare. Nurses, doctors, pediatricians, whatever, right? Mm. Uh, that's a terrifying statistic. Now, it's an odd statistic, but I guess what I'll say is that if people had actually listened to Stephen Breary and co. over at Lucy Letby's hospital, there would be, demonstrably, factually, there would be children who aren't dead or have their lives ruined right now. True. Now, Paul, I'll just put this hypothesis to you that came from your mother. Yeah. It's an interesting one. There are a couple of sayings. One of them is that revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay. Now, there's what's called the long game in life. Someone does something, someone aggrieves you in a very, very deep way. You can react at the time or you can, and this does happen, you can plan your revenge over years, maybe even decades. Okay? Is it not possible? And I have not heard this theory espoused except by Christine mm-hmm. and it may sound far-fetched sorry but is it not possible because we know that Lucy Letby from her early teens wanted to become 
a paediatric nurse. Mm-hmm. Is it not possible that that had always been her end game to get into a certain position to facilitate her most depraved and darkest desires? Okay. Is that is that? What do you think about that as a theory? It's a reasonable point. What's what's your uh, takeaway? That some people may actually be planning uh-huh. something that is not going to happen and may never happen, but it could even... I guess it's... Could it not be like someone becoming uh, a lawyer, for example, or or a prosecutor, for example, where you're just going to prosecute criminals because you've had some terrible thing happen to you or a member of your family. You, it's possible that people can join certain organisations to fulfil a desire that will give it some cloak of legitimacy and also a cover where they can actually operate in an environment where people do naturally die. And that it's it's and no one's been able to find out from Lucy Letby because she's not saying but wouldn't it be just incredible and fascinating to figure out where, where this whole thing actually originated uh, if she is a true psychopath that means that she cannot really show emotion it's 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 it's, it's fascinating yeah, and people may never get to the bottom of it. But I guess it's pretty clever if you want to achieve a certain objective. That's why I guess they've got to be so careful screening, for example, in the military. And we've seen what happens or what can happen with soldiers in in, in the battleground. And if you've got a particular type of person, yeah, they can completely and utterly abuse their office. Part of the problem with the military, of course, is that you've got... uh, There's actually a massive outbreak in the United States military of uh, effectively uh, white supremacists. It's a really big problem. And uh, the the military is a very, very complicated thing because... um, Yeah, let's not get into the hornet's nest that is the military and should they exist and are they good or bad and should you support the troops or not and do you... It's it's a really complicated thing. It's less jingoistic and complicated here in Australia where we don't have a, you know, where we don't have mandatory um, hand over hearts and anthem singing before sports games. But we still, you know, it's it's all in that same band of uh, professions which you which you assume are being done in good faith, in which you assume that they are one thing, and then when later on you find out that those people in positions of trust and power were abusing their power, it's fucking terrifying. In Mm. the case of Lucy Letby, it is, uh, you know, she's working with children. In the case of the military, we assume they're, you know... It's just, it's all so complicated. So, I mean, this, 20, this 28-year-old being uh, suspended because of uh, children being killed in hospital, this news story almost slipping slightly under the radar, you know, weeks after Lucy Letby is, is arrested, uh, sorry, is charged, it, uh, it makes me pretty nervous about going to hospital. I'll put it that way. Well, speaking of hospital, Paul, I, uh, I'm, I've got a pretty, pretty ratchet knee. Yeah. I'm going to potentially have surgery. I'm what going, surgery? 
on my knee. What, but what, what kind of surgery? I have a torn meniscus. Oh. I only found out a few days ago. So I'm going to see a specialist next Tuesday. They've bumped me five weeks forward, which is fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, but I'll, I'll keep you and the listeners up to date. Okay. With that. Do me a favor. Um, don't drop any fucking debuts on the show. Just keep, let me know off. <laughs> me know yes, off yes, yes. Um, um, what I will say is that uh, you've been you know, trying to get really fit and strong lately, mm. which is great, which I think was partly you trying to build up a body around um, you know, bits of you that were kind of threatening to crap out so that, you know, I'm doing the same thing with karate. I'm, I'm getting, I'm doing lots of physio and kind of gym stuff so that my knees don't uh, yeah. go ski whiff. But is this a result of all that exercise or is this like a no, genetic thing? Well, I'll find out on next Tuesday. Keep me posted and keep, keep us all posted because, yeah. you know, uh, if you come out onto stage for our next live show in a sort of Davros-style uh, electronic wheelchair, we'll know it didn't go well. Oh, so. God, that sounds... <laughs> Imagine if I did that and I f- fell over, like... Willy Wonka? No, the edge. You... I drove oh. it. I couldn't stop it, and I just crushed people in the front row. Dad, there are a few listeners who would like to be crushed, I assume. Um that's a good slash terrible point to finish our episode. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends. If I sound a little weird, my that I bit the inside of my lip and my the inside of my mouth is... It's a bit of a mess, so I'm actually trying to talk around a mouth injury at this point. So apologies if I sound a little bit kind of weird today. But mouth injuries notwithstanding, <laughs> it's been a shambolic episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends. In closing, another quick... And very enthusiastic happy birthday to Grandma. Happy birthday, Grandma. Hope you have a good one and we'll see you uh, We'll see you for the next one. But listen, have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, enjoy your weekend. And we will be back next week. Just a quick bit of homework as well. Next week, we are looking at a very strange case. If you haven't already seen the five-part documentary series, The Jinx, it is currently airing on Binge. Uh, it... It is a fascinating case. Dad and I are taking uh, a one-episode look at this series and at the uh, at the accused criminal at the center of it. It is a fascinating case of a very, very, very wealthy, very strange man, Robert Durst. Uh, you're probably already familiar with the case, but if not, head across, watch the jinx, and if not, we will be summarizing it for you pretty neatly. So we'll see you on Tuesday for Loose Units. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Cheerio. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. 
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 